<laughs> Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. Uh, this is the show where I go over all the all over. I go all over, I go. I make lots of mistakes in the beginning. I'm sorry about that. I'll start again. I go over all the new. Wow. I go all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture, and it's a big day today because it's Justice League Day. But before I get into that, if you could uh, like and subscribe, that'd be wonderful. If you could follow us everywhere at Small Screen Co. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also release this later on as a podcast. So if you can uh, go and listen to that podcast wherever you get your podcast from, that'd be wonderful. And if you could also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Uh, then a five-star rating would be great. I think that's the only place where you can actually rate podcasts, but it does really help. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can also go and uh, check out the the website, which is at small-screen.co.uk. Uh, right, now that I've got all that rubbish out of the way, uh, as I like to say, uh, we've got a big guest coming on the show later. Uh, we've got Fatal J coming on the show in a bit. Uh, but before we get him onto the show, I uh, just wanted to say hello to everyone in the, in the chat. Uh, we, we've got... Uh, Reese, hello there. Have we got a clip for Reese? We should probably line that up in a bit. It'll probably come up in a second. I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. <laughs> there you go, Reese. That's for you. I've got my producer back tonight, by the way, which is always nice. Uh, and look, it's Captain Britain. Not quite yet. Uh, Dat Boy Steve. I think that's how you say your name. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Hopefully. Hopefully one day I'll, I'll get to, to play Captain Britain. At least voice the character. And as Arnie said, as Cisco's in the chat as well, said, and he says, as Arnie would say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I say, yeah, like Arnie does. Only when I'm probably, only when it's like 2 a.m. in the morning. Come on, James, let's party. So Cisco is happy that producer James <laughs> is back. Uh... <laughs> Hello there. Do you see, uh, I think you guys come to, to see James, not me. Uh, which is fine. That's absolutely fine. That's great. It means my producer's doing his job. Uh, but yeah, so this evening we've got Fatal J coming on in a bit. And uh, I suppose one of the big things we'll be talking about is Justice League. But we won't go into uh, spoiler territory, just in case you guys haven't had the four hours today to watch it, which I did find very tricky to fit in four hours to watch this movie. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did it. I managed to do it. And um, we'll be talking. We'll keep it spoiler free. So we'll talk a bit. Uh, I will say, though, tomorrow night, uh, we've got Super Team Megaforce. Have you got a clip for that? <laughs> I'll say it in the voice. Super Team, Super Team Megaforce. So, yeah, we've got Super Team Megaforce. Super Team Megaforce. Yeah, and uh, on there we'll be uh, we'll be chatting in depth about uh, Justice League. So that probably will that will be spoilers and all. Uh, so that's going to be a big one. That's going to be a two a.m. for me and uh, wherever that is <laughs> where you guys are. I am CET, so Central Eastern Time. Uh, so yeah, that'll be really really cool. But we'll also go over some of the news that's happened in the last couple of days because I didn't do a live yesterday. I took yesterday off. I think I needed it. I, I needed it to prepare for Justice League. Uh, but do in the comments, do let me know what you guys thought of Justice League. And if you've got any um, questions and comments, please uh, send those my way as well. That would be really, really great. But before we get into um, to talking to Fatal J about Justice League, uh, <laughs> Conan, that clip is from Conan. Yeah, it's, it's a really, <laughs> we've got a lot of Arnie clips for you guys. Um, we've got... Um... Enough talk! Enough talk. Uh, we we have the boy Steve in the comments um, asking for, uh, sorry, uh, stone cold <laughs> stone cold clips. Where's the stone cold clip? 
I don't know what I don't know what you're on about there. I'm going to be honest. It's belated Austin three sixteen day. I don't know what that is. Sally. I don't know what that is. I'm going to be honest. Maybe maybe it's a. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to. I'm pretty sure James knows. Uh, but yes, <laughs> we probably do. Where's the st where's Stone Cold clips? I don't know. I don't know where they are. But what before before Jay comes into the chat, I think uh, one of the one of the things I wanted to go over was. <laughs> Oh, we do we do have a comment about Justice League. A couple of comments about Justice League. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League shouldn't have been put out on Now TV in the UK. Now TV has a frame rate difference, so the film plays a bit faster and the voice is a bit higher pitch. Interesting. So, no! <laughs> yeah, so that means that uh, it probably wasn't four hours <laughs> on on Now TV. I watched on Sky. I watched on Sky Cinema. I am in France, but we do. I probably shouldn't be uh, saying this, but we do have Sky uh, Cinema, where I, basically that's how we managed to watch it. Uh, because for some reason, it was impossible to find in France, even though apparently in France it was meant to come out before everywhere else. But no, it was it, virtually impossible to find it. Uh, and then uh, Cisco in the comments says, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League was shite. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I should let my producer just do that. Yeah, uh, kidding. Thank, thank God you're kidding, because actually I did not think it was bad, and I, I was a bit worried about it. I'm going to be honest, going to be completely honest with you. I didn't think I was going to like this film, but uh, yeah, I actually kind of did. And apparently on Now TV, it's three hours and fifty-two minutes, so it is a bit shorter. So yeah, that's that's weird. That is really Man, strange. Don't bullshit me. No, no, he's not. I'm pretty sure he's not bullshitting. I bet you that's true, because Now TV does some weird stuff. But if you do have Sky, then you can watch on Sky Cinema. But I, I think you have to pay for it. Now nah, I was reading about it. He's correct. I'm just he's correct. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is so strange that that happened. I'm pretty sure Zach, I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder. That's a difficult one to say. Would be pissed off about that because uh, you know he wants people to see it in the right, incorrect, like his correct aspect ratio, the right way. I'm sorry about that, Reese. I am sorry about that. I hope you liked the film. Anyway, I hope you liked it. Uh, but let's get into some... Um, I'm, I'm going to do some of like the kind of smaller bits of news before we get uh, Fatal J on, on the show. Uh, so one of the things that happened, uh, I think this was uh, on Wednesday, was that uh, Kevin Feige kind of revealed that, <laughs> that Chris Evans isn't going to be returning as Captain America after all, which is something that was actually uh, re revealed by one of the big trades. I believe it was Deadline. That reported this. So you know, when when a a, a a trade that we call them the big trades, like Deadline, says these sorts of things, reveals these sorts of exclusives, people tend to take it uh, like for face value. They tend to say, "Yes, this is happening." Well, uh, Kevin Feige was talking to Entertainment Weekly, and this was about uh, it was about he was actually talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And during that interview, they they did ask him about Chris Evans returning, and, and I, I think the question was really specifically about Chris Evans returning in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But then they kind of got on about Chris Evans returning as Captain America just in general. And he said, I rarely answer no to anything anymore because things are always surprising to me with what happens. But that's a rumor. I think it was, um, I think was dispelled rather quickly by the man himself. So he's basically not really debunking it, but saying that it's not happening. And he's saying that Chris Evans said it wasn't happening. But what Chris Evans actually said was that's, uh, I think he said on Twitter, like news to me or something like that um, about, about the rumor. So it was kind of saying, yeah, well, the, it, 
honestly, when it comes to Marvel, like if someone if someone denies something at Marvel, then it tends to be true. To be honest, uh, there are a bunch of actors that said they weren't going to be in the in like the Marvel movies, and then they ended up being in it. But uh, it's like I'm a bit like I'm still a bit dubious. I'm pretty sure Chris Evans is coming back. Uh, I think that's something that uh, is definitely almost definitely going to happen because these the, first of all. First off, is a lot of money on the table for these guys to come back, so I'm pretty sure they wouldn't say no to that. And secondly, Captain America is still like a big deal for the MCU. So if they don't bring him back, like in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I'm pretty sure they're not going to, uh, then I'm I'm almost I'd I'd give it like an eighty percent like certain uh, that he's going to be coming back in a future uh, like in um sorry in a in a future series or probably a movie. Uh, right, let's get back into the chat and see what you guys are, are saying. Um, right, we've got it happens. It happens to the Flash CW. So Barry's voice is very high pitch. So that's in reference to uh, Now TV speeding everything up. That is so weird. That's very strange. Uh, what else? Um, so realistically, four hours uh, is a long time to watch a movie in a single sitting. Is Zack Snyder's Justice League made to be watched four hours straight, or is it made with breaks in it? Okay. Well. There are kind of two answers to this question. Uh, I do believe it's made to be watched kind of in one sitting. Uh, four hours is a long time to just be sat there watching it. It really is. Trust me, I, I experienced it. It's a long time to be sat there watching a film. Uh, but the way it's done, so if it's released in cinemas, what they do is they split it into two. They give you an interval. So that means it's kind of like Mm, two hours and two hours but what Zack Snyder did and I actually think was really clever is they separated it into six chapters and an epilogue so that makes kind of in a weird way makes it feel less long because you can almost watch it in six parts like a miniseries and um and and that would work as well I think you wouldn't really miss anything doing that but um yeah I get what you mean it is a long time to be sitting there watching a movie I'm gonna be honest with you uh right what else uh we have uh it's may, what maybe a glitch from, from NT, <laughs> NTSC to PAL. So I think that's uh, producer James having a bit of a, a joke about, uh, about how <laughs> videos and stuff in the UK we use, we all we use different uh, systems. It's a bit weird. Uh, yeah, I think it is now. TV runs at uh, fifty um, frames per second instead of sixty. So that's really weird. Fifty pr frames per second is is a strange. Yeah, thing. that's definitely a glitch between NTSC and PAL. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I because when you're, yeah, this Especially isn't. I'm going to be honest with you. This isn't something I'm very familiar with. I didn't go to film school. I'm uh, like well, you. <laughs> it's when, especially when it's filmed on IMAX, right? Yeah. With that frame rate and the aspect ratio, I can see them having trouble converting it to PAL. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's think, that's really weird. Yeah, unfortunately, they should, they, should, when, they should get that sorted. It wasn't like that for me watching it on Sky. So no, it, seemed, it seemed fine. I bet you when you you watch it through a browser. Then it should be fine, Reese. I think so. Yeah, probably. So try that. Yeah, maybe. Thank you to producer James. Uh, can we skip the Black Widow movie and skip the Shang Chi movie? No offense, Black Widow fans. I'm going to be honest. No, <laughs> I don't think you can. Uh, I am very much looking forward to both those films. I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm more looking forward to Shang Chi because I think that's going to offer something very different in the MCU. I understand Black Widow. Black Widow is supposed to come out what a year ago now. And actually, kind of the fact that the the fact that it didn't come out has kind of thrown the MCU a bit through a, a kind of through a loop because I think that was going to come out first, and then Falcon of the Winter Soldier was going to come out, and then WandaVision. I think that was the original the original kind of uh, 
schedule they had. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, what ended up happening was they had to flip it, and now they've got uh, One Division coming out first, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out second, and Black Widow coming out third. You know, it's one of those things. The pandemic's really, really throwing through people through a loop, especially the like, well, everybody really. But the entertainment industry has been very much affected by it, and uh, Marvel has been as well, uh, which is kind of mad. But uh, Shang Chi, I think, is going to be really cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, producer James has um, has a kind of stake in the movie as well because he he knows the lead actor. Well, he's uh, we've seen on the, I think it was Super Team Megaforce that we saw the uh, special clip that James uh, did with uh, the lead actor of uh, Shang-Chi, and I'm blanking on his name. Is it Simu Lu? Yeah. James. <laughs> right, we've got EJ Bass in the comments. Um, he's saying, loved, loved, loved the movie, watching it again with my son. I've heard a lot of people are watching it a second time, which is very brave. That means you've got eight hours uh, invested in Justice League, which I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder would be very, very happy with. Uh, but it's... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's a long time to be watching one film. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not. I would love to watch it again, but I don't have the the time. And uh, again, it's um, it's it's going to be it's going to probably I'll probably watch it next year. Uh, I think I'm going to watch it again next year. Uh, so we've got Dub Boy Steve as well. Uh, again, how does it feel to be the calm to James's story? <laughs> it's why the show works. It's why the show works. You've got me being like a calm Brit and James being a, a bit, bit of a nutcase behind them. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's how the show works, and that's why I think it does work that way. I quite enjoy it. It keeps me on my toes. Uh, but, Super uh, Team Megaforce on Friday, March 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, as we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, that was that was a that was a sneak peek that James gave you there. So that, of course, is uh, referencing tomorrow's uh, Super Team Megaforce, uh, which is going to be a really really fun time uh, talking about Justice League. Uh, we've got myself, uh, Sil. I think we're going to start off the show, uh, Sil and I, talking about the movie. Uh, then we've got uh, Mikey and Tivo coming in. I just, that, want, I just have one quick question. I exactly, Tivo is going to come in, and I'm pretty sure you can all guess where some of us will be aligning ourselves as far as uh, Zach Snyder's Justice League is concerned. Uh, I'm very much on the... If you've actually... You should go and read the review that's up now. It's a spoiler-free review that's on, on small screen, and it's quite long. I think I've, I think it's 1,600 words. So I put a lot of effort into it, and um, it's... Uh, if you want to know like my my thoughts on the film, uh, do, do go there before uh, Super Team uh, Megaforce, but I will be going into my thoughts probably in slight... In, just as much depth on the show uh, with Sil, uh, Mikey, and TiVo. But again, as I said... Super Team Megaforce! On Friday, March 19th, 8pm Eastern Time, 6pm Pacific Time, as we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League! It's actually 5pm Pacific Time. Is is it wrong? <laughs> Oh man, uh, I can't do. I can't deal with these times. I, I'm gonna, uh, James. Jay, you, you got to have to come in because I, I did read exactly what you wrote, <laughs> word, word for word. So I, I think, think you got, so, man. I think I think I did. I think you got the times wrong. I'm gonna pull up the script right now. <laughs> oh well, but if I if I didn't, if I'm I didn't, I'm gonna edit it out. I'm gonna edit it out. But uh, no, I put 
Yeah, I put 6 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, That's I'm my sorry. bad. You, oh, so you did? Yeah. Vindicated. <laughs> you, you know how we both are with time zones, so. That's yeah, but bad. then again, I mean, it's going to be on when it's on. That's basically... Let, yeah. let, let, let's say that. So honestly, don't if and let, like this is this is really inside baseball now. What's happening? But if uh, if you really want to get rid of it, do it. But I think it works. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> add five in my voice and overdub it. It'll be funny. Uh, okay, it'll be funny. All right. Well, there we you all go. know only re recent uh, Kazakhs are gonna show up, anyways. So oh, come on, Colin will show up. Colin, you must show up. And EJ Bass, that's right. And EJ Bass, yeah. yeah. All of you guys will show okay. up. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> And he's gone. It's a show for you guys. Uh, right, moving on. Um, uh, moving on to uh, the new... Super Team Mega Force! Yeah, he's really keeping him on my toes this evening. Oh, yeah. Fatal J is having technical issues. He'll be here in about five minutes. No problem, no uh, Right, so Christopher Nolan reportedly in talks with Marvel to direct an MCU movie. Wow. So this is something that, thank you, Colin, you'll be there. Thank you very much, Colin. Uh, this is something that I, <laughs> it's again, it's from Giant Freaking Robot. Is this happening? I've asked around and I haven't heard anything about it, but if it is happening, it makes sense. Because uh, one, of, one of the reasons why it makes sense is because Christopher Nolan uh, used to make movies for Warner Brothers uh, ever since the HBO Max thing happened. Um, basically, he's no longer working for Warner Brothers, so he could very well be working for Marvel. Right? Uh, do we do we have uh, a late traffic? You're late, Fatal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Look, I don't know what the freak was going on, but I'm glad to be here, bro. Oh man. Thank <laughs> yeah. If you if you you have if you probably haven't watched the show before, we have a mad producer, and the mad producer loves to bring in clips. We've got some very special clips for you. Call it Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. <laughs> well, on my show, I do Dragon Ball Z clips. <laughs> just like that. Look, Reese know me just, good because just for you, Fatal Man. Just for you. respect. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Uh, I see Reese, Reese already know he said Fatal J is running to his mom's house to use the internet. <laughs> I do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. Yeah, we've got some uh, lots of Arnie clips for special special ones for Reese. How are you doing? How are you doing, Oh, Jay? man, I'm doing absolutely wonderful, absolutely well. I'm glad to be here, man. We've been talking back and forth. I'm down yeah. with Gigacity, man. I just love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Hey man, I'm room for y'all, man. Oh, cool. Uh, like the oh, <laughs> Geekosti, we're, we're we're really. Uh, it seems to be a weird kind of like synergy going on between small screen and Geekosti. We uh, do do a lot of shows together, and uh, of yeah. course, uh, we we share a producer as well, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's all it's all it's all good. But uh, what I want to know is, have you watched Justice League? Seen it uh, two times so far. Uh, two two times. I saw it Saturday, man. I uh, one uh, um, yeah, yeah. The heroes uh, among us. Yes, yes, I didn't think I was gonna get it. I got it. Oh man, I couldn't believe I was watching it Saturday, man. I had oh, a great man. time. Oh, that's awesome because uh, Sil that comes on the show quite a lot. He he got to see it as well, and he was very. Me happy and Sil saw it at the same time, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. And what what? Okay, 
you pro have you done a review of it yet on your channel? Have you have you I, have you? I did a spoilers. Yet? Yeah, I did a spoilers review. Ah, oh, cool. Review. So so uh, what did you? Well, like if you gave it a score, what 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 score would you give it? Or what score did you give it? Out of ten. Now this is the thing. Watch this. I'm comparing it to other Zack Snyder DCEU movies too. Yes. Uh, yes. because Man of Steel gets a 10 out of 10. That's my favorite Zack Snyder movie. Ah, okay, cool, cool. Uh, next after that is BVS, and then yeah. a lot of people, I don't know, I'm scared to say this, I'm scared people are going to shoot darts at me, but Justice League is right behind BVS to me. Ah, okay, so Zack Snyder's Justice League is behind BVS. It's behind BVS. It's, okay. it's great, it's dope, it's amazing. Don't get me wrong, but that's how I stack them. So if I had to... Yeah. I really want to wait, but uh, I'm going to put it like this. I'll give it a... High eight or low nine. Okay, cool. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so that, that that's a t that's that's really good. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I, I'm coming from a a, a, a probably a bit, a bit of a different kind of background to you. Like, um, my I'm I'm honest on this show. I've always have been. I'm not the world's biggest fan of Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I like... understand why though, because yeah. because I want to say this real quick though. I understand why. When it comes to BVS, BVS could have been flawless except for the end of the movie. Yes, I did. I did think there was. I was really enjoying it up to a certain point. I think it was the Martha point for me. I just kind of. I. I. I don't know why, but there was that moment where I was just like, "Ah, no, this isn't really. This is just too a bit too silly." Well, and see, this I, the thing to me though. When I heard it, I was like, "Oh snap!" Because yeah. I didn't realize at the time they both had the same mom. As yeah, much as a DC comic book head <laughs> that I am, it never occurred to me Superman mom and and, and Bruce had Wayne the, mom had the same mom name. The same name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> I think that's James's favorite clip that he's ever done. I think he's probably, I don't even know if he did it. I don't know if he, he did it himself. He'll probably come in and say, yeah, he did. But um, <laughs> yeah, for me, it was like, I really, yeah. Okay. He did do it himself. But for me, it was something that I was like, oh man, like Man of Steel, I really, really did like. I really like Man of Steel. And then watching BVS, I, just, I haven't actually seen the extended edition, which is something that when I was talking to, uh, uh, to Sill and to other people about it, and they were like, "No, no, no! You really need to watch the extended edition of BBS because it's much, much better. It's like it's a much, much better film." Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think one one of the things that I said in my review actually of this film, which I I really really liked, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but four hours uh, uh, like afterwards, and I was like, "Wow, that was in that was incredible!" Like I really didn't expect it to be that good, and I was thinking is one of the reasons why I didn't like Batman versus Superman as much as I did was because of studio interference. Cause I do wonder how much of that movie was cut. Cause you look at justice league and that's what two, like it's not even half the length of, of this film. So they basically cut like half of the movie and then reshot bits, which yeah, is kind Zach of what Schneider, happened. I, I seen um, an interview with Zach Schneider recently where he said, he always made long movies like that. That's yeah. his thing. Yeah. You know, so that's why when I first saw uh, BVS in the theater, to me, I said so much is missing. I could tell it, it, it's this story is not complete. And then when yeah. I bought the ultimate edition in Walmart, <clears throat> I was like, this is freaking amazing. Why this thing come out first? I know. 
But it, it seems as though studios are just scared to release long movies. I think that's that's probably one of the things that, that they worry but you, about. But now we live in the binge culture. Why not? <clears throat> yes, exactly. Not? And we also live in a post like Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War era, era where that was like, what, three hours long, both those films. So it seems as though studios now are more like that. I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to give Warner Brothers a win on this because we, we've gone we've gone into like this into length with what's been going on behind the scenes with Warner Brothers and and the whole Zack Snyder Justice League. But um, it, they be, mainly probably because it was released on streaming, they were like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, because it was released on streaming, they were like, yeah, that's fine. Let's let's let Zack do as long as he wants and see what happens. And uh, it was it was really really good. <laughs> yeah. Now now I want I want to ask this question, and, and yeah. it's been lingering in my head for a long time. How do they track the success of a streaming movie? <clears throat> so it's it's quite difficult. Like the uh, first off, like they ne- a lot of them don't release their numbers. So that internally they will know how many people have watched it, how many people have streamed it, and for how long. Uh, one, I think with HBO Max, though, it's more subscriber-based. So they're really looking at it as, as how many subscribers have they gained after this movie released. And already it looks like HBO Max is getting more and more subscribers by the hour. That's by awesome. The, yeah, by the minute. So they're, they're doing well. Um, the, the, the only problem with this movie is how much it costs because it did cost more than your average streaming movie would cost. So it costs $70 million. Yeah. Uh, that's an, that's an estimate. So it could even be more than that. So that's that's the. But, when, what, but wouldn't that balance out though? Because, uh, like let's just say Ben Affleck for instance. Spoilers. Yes. We spoiling right? Yeah, bits of it. You can spoil bits of it. It's a movie that already came out. To be honest, to like okay. uh, the story is known. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it though. Like I want to ask this question. Okay, let's just say the pers the persons that showed up at the end of the movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do was they paid? Because yes. I know I know Zach wasn't paid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Zach, so Zach... wouldn't that balance out too? That... Yeah. Well, the, the whole the whole thing. One of the reasons why uh, the movie ended up costing so much was because they had to pay the actors. So they had to pay uh, Ben Affleck, Jared Leto, Amber Heard, Joe Manganiello, and uh, who was the other one they they, they brought back? Uh, um, oh, um, Ezra Ezra Miller. Did they pay uh, so Ben? Yes, they, they pay them quite a lot actually to do it, wow. and it was it was only for a couple of like not even I think it was like two or three days of shooting they did. Yeah. Uh, so so they got quite a nice paycheck out of it, and uh, one of the reasons why uh, Snyder didn't take um, decided well he he said I won't I won't take a paycheck for this is there are a bunch of reasons, but one of them is because he was really really adamant he wanted them back for that scene. Uh, so he probably knew that the only way he'd do it, he'd be able to get it off the ground, is if he agreed to not to get paid for it. But it's not like Zack Snyder's not. It's not like he's not going to make money out of this movie. He's still going to make money out of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's he's fine. Like I wouldn't worry about him. And also, it's it's done through his production company. So Zack himself won't be paid for it, but his production company will get will end up getting them getting some money back. So it'll work that way. So he he and his wife. We'll both be okay. I don't, I don't think people, yeah, I don't think people are worried about Zack Snyder and his bank balance. <laughs> to be honest, uh, um, I just want to say for the record, Conan the Barbarian. Yes. If you ever seen that movie, you yes, will have. grow chest hair overnight. Crush <laughs> your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. <laughs> it's such a funny film. Oh man. 
It's it, we're like I'm a massive Arnie fan. I think J James obviously is as well because he he does all these clips. So uh, and people ask for them. <laughs> so it seems that like it's something that our our audience seems to quite like. That Reese guy seems to love getting clips, man. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. It's good to hear that. Like it seems as though the fans have really been like loving this film, which is uh, yeah. <laughs> Andrew credits. Yeah. Julie. Julie. Uh, I don't want a name drop, but a certain vegetable. Uh, uh, service <laughs> usually are very negative when it comes to great films, and they've been giving it rave reviews. So yeah, this so, is awesome. Yeah, critics on. Yeah, I think the, the thing you're talking about is Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yes, I am. I don't want to yeah. name drop. <laughs> it's fine, man. We name drop all sorts of things on this show. It's all right. Don't okay. worry about that. Uh, okay. Basically, it's like a no holds bar kind of show. You can say whatever you want as long as okay, it's, good, uh, perfect, yeah. perfect. Yeah, so it's um, it's like I'm I'm really happy for it because I've always been a big fan of Zach. Like Zach's, I think one of my growing up. Like I remember the first time I saw Three Hundred, I was like, this is unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. And then, Heck yeah, yeah, and then like Watchmen came out, and I still think Watchmen is one of my favorite comic book movies ever made because that that Watchmen is my favorite. I think it's behind me now. I've got a bunch of comics up there. You probably can see them. Like, yeah, I got them in the back too. Yeah, and what Watchmen is the big one at the end. So Watchmen is one of my favorite comics of Especially all time. Especially the, the, the cut version. Yes, but that's the thing. That's, that's the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, that's, I think, when I first realized, like, I, I was kind of thinking about it during the review, and I was like, Zack Snyder was given kind of... They, they, they were like, just do whatever you want with this film, because they really thought that... It, what, first off, they were like, it was always the unfilmable comic, uh, Watchmen. Loads of people had tried; no one had managed to get it right for, 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 for the well for the cinema. And then Zack Snyder comes along and kind of says, "I'm going to do it almost like panel for panel." And uh, apart from the end, so he he changed the end because I'm going to be honest: the end of the Watchmen comic is pretty bad. It's like it's it's to do with a big alien. It's kind of stupid. Uh, and he actually, I think, improved the ending of of, of the comic. But then there's You're like. Fired. <laughs> and James obviously doesn't like that. Uh, that's that's my opinion. <laughs> James probably doesn't agree with me, but it, it's right. My opinion's right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, basically, I think I look at I look at Justice League, and I'm like, this is another instance where Zack Snyder was let like left alone, and then this comes out, and it's it's I think it's epic. It's four hours long, yes, but it's like for me, I was watching it thinking this was the Justice League I wanted to begin with. Like yeah. watching it is like Batman's brilliant, Ben Affleck's brilliant, Gal Gadot. I'm like I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit this. I don't even know why, but that scene uh, of and I know we kind of saw it in the Justice League, but for some reason the way it was cut, the way it was done, I don't know what it was, but that scene of Wonder Woman in the bank in England, I think it was a bank in London, where she saves all the the school children. It went by too quick. Well, it went by quick, but I was I was in tears. I don't know why. There was something about that scene. I just it really moved me, and it, I don't know. I, it's like the moment where I was like, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is brilliant in this film, so much better than Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. But it, it was weird, bro, because like you know the famous, the infamous, uh, Kal El No. Yes, yeah. It was in here, but it was okay. Like it, I it was weird when it's like slowed down the Kal El No. Yeah. In the week, the, the Josh Wheaton version, but this one was a little bit quick, quicker. Yeah, yeah, I think they, and they, they and it was much it. better. Yes, yes. Because she was uh, like, Kalel, no. And then this one, like, Kalel, no. It just sounded more natural. No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded more natural, though, you yeah. know? I mean, 
Yeah, I think I, I, I honestly, I think I loved every like the 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 heroes. I thought they were all brilliant, and of course, Ray Fisher. You can't talk about this movie without talking about how incredible Cyborg is in this movie. Literally, the heart of the film, which was ripped out of Joss Whedon's version. Yeah. Uh, what did What did you think of uh, of Ray Fisher's performance in the film? Oh man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a yeah. big Superman, Batman fan. Yeah. Uh, probably Superman a little bit more than Batman. Yeah. But. To me, Ray Fisher shined the most in this film. Yeah. And I guess Zach was really right when he said he was the heart of this movie because just acting wise and just th the most interesting character, yeah. it was Cyborg. And the next interesting character, in my opinion, was Flash. Now, when it comes to Arizona Miller, I can be, eh. yeah. But he was interesting. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. My, I was uh, again. Every time I've seen Ezra Miller as the Flash, I, I think there. I think his the way he's played is slight, is slightly annoying. <laughs> I'm gonna be it honest. Is. With you. Let's, let's just yeah. keep it real. He yeah. is very annoying as yeah. uh, uh, Barry Allen. You know, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And he's kind of. But I, I did like him in this movie because towards the end of it, especially, you really do see him grow. And uh, and he does stuff at the end where you're like, oh, he's actually becoming the Flash. But at the beginning, the guy doesn't want to be in, like he wants to be involved in the super team. But then he's like, oh, in the fights, I'd rather kind of stay out of it and just kind of run around. And not... Don't forget. Was... Don't forget that uh, when his brain is going a mile a minute, right? Yeah. So that's portrayed in his mannerisms and how he speaks to people. Oh. So I thought that was a very, very, very nice touch. That you yeah, never another live action uh, flash iteration, or even on the cartoon before. I didn't yeah. think. And he's gone. Produ <laughs> I, produced didn't, I didn't think about that though. Yeah, it's true. Like he he thinks so much faster than everybody that everyone's too slow for him, and he's kind of he's he's thinking like a, a million miles per hour. So it's like, but it's I like will I, I will say this though, and I know people, please don't throw darts at me. <laughs> the flash scene when he saved uh iris yeah that was probably cool. probably top three scenes yeah in the Definitely. entire movie yeah uh, yeah know really why because that part really suck you in you know what i mean yeah like and what is going on like this this is the ultimate love scene right <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It really is. I like. I really like the hot dog bit in that as well. I thought that was quite funny. When I saw the hot dog, I thought about Chris Wong. Ping pong <laughs> flits when he always talk about hot dogs and stuff. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but now I think now a lot of people did though because he always talk about the hot dogs and all this <laughs> stuff. But like uh, in the comments, Reese says we're definitely getting a sequel. It crashed HBO Max and HBO Asia. I know it crashed. HBO Max in a lot of areas. Uh, people were. were I knew somewhere watch. somehow was going to crash. Yeah, it was going to crash, and it's like um, it's just it's done so, like or like apparently eighty nine. Wait, uh, so glad it's Aquaman saying my man was still in there. I was kind of glad that as well because it's kind of become a meme that uh, my man. Yeah, man, my man. And then uh, apparently it's got a ninety eight percent score on Rotten Tomatoes, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So, which is rare when it comes to superhero films. Man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, like for me, uh, you were talking about your rankings of uh, of um, the DCU movies, yeah. uh, the Zack Snyder one specifically. I would put this at the top for me. Uh, I think this it's, your uh, this your number one. 
This is my number one, and it's the okay. four-hour-long one. But I, I always had Wonder Woman at number one. I, I really like that film, but I think this is better than that. And then I had like uh, Man of Steel, then BBS. Uh, I forgot to rank Wonder Woman because the first one is up there. Yeah, the first one's so good. Apart from the yeah. end, again, it has a mm, bit of a middling ending, which all these, a lot of these films. Again, that's one thing I thought about this film. I didn't mind the ending. I thought the ending was quite cool. It did kind of end like four times. But yeah. I did like I did like all of them. I thought they were all quite yeah. cool, especially the nightmare sequence, uh, which well, most is definitely been... eighty four is on your lowest, right? Oh, it, oh Suicide but, Squad. Suicide Squad's my la- my least favorite. I hate uh, no. What about uh, Birds of Prey? No, Birds of Prey I actually quite liked. You like? Okay, <laughs> I mean that's your opinion. You know? Yeah, what exactly. Exactly. I, I had. A, I, had I, a I just don't understand this. I don't understand this. Yeah, go on. She blew up the freaking. <laughs> she blew she blew up the freaking factory. Yeah, the ace factory. Yeah, the ace chemicals factory. And didn't get in trouble. No. It could have been people in there. But I think that's what she wanted. <laughs> 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 but uh I mean, uh, yeah. I, I understand why people didn't like it, but there are se- there are sequences in that movie that I really do like. And yeah. I do I do like Margot Robbie as as Harley Quinn. I, I do too. I think she's Even, really it, good. to me even though it was a bad movie, to me, I want her to forever be uh, yeah. Harley Quinn because she nails it. I do wonder whether James Gunn's The Suicide Squad is going to become my number one after this. I hope it does. I hope. It I does. don't know because uh, uh, he he does good with uh, group superhero yeah. movies. Yeah, he, so, he's he's good at that. He's good at he's good at superhero movies. He is. He's done the two Guardians films and they're really good. Yeah. Uh, that boy Steve. I think that's, I don't think that's what that boy Steve. Name. What up, man? That boy Steve. Uh, do you guys think uh, after what happened to Ezra Miller, he'll still be the Flash in a solo film? Yes. I yeah. Flashpoint. Uh, yeah. So they're filming that now. Actually, they're filming it. I think in the UK as we speak. So yeah, that's definitely still happening. Um, Dude, one of the big question is Ray Fisher. Is he going to be in there? No, Ray, Ray Fisher isn't going to be in it. So basically, what's going to I think what's going to happen is that we're going to start getting these Warner Brothers uh, DC Comics movies um, that will be made by Warner Brothers, and then HBO Max is going to get to do its own stuff, and it's probably going to get this is at least what we were told. It, we're going to get to see more Zack Snyder stuff through HBO Max, and that will continue the Snyderverse. But now we had Mikey on the other day, and he said that Warner Brothers doesn't consider this to be canon. It considers Joss Whedon's version to be canon, which I think is us a madness. Like honestly, I, I think, think I heard Zack Snyder even said Josh. Whedon yeah, he said. Yeah, he he said it as well. So it, that that is uh, that's really what's happening. So it's going to be like H the HBO Max DC verse, and then the Warner Brothers DC universe kind of thing. So that's that's what's going to go on there. Excellent. <laughs> Superman more than Batman. Hot take, but uh, we can still be friends. Okay. <laughs> let, let me ask you something. And that was Go a funny clip. That was a funny clip. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who shined the hardest out of Batman and Superman? Who you think? Batman. Without a shadow of a doubt for me. It was Batman all along. We didn't but, get that much Henry Cavill in this movie. No, but then they never were intending to get that much because I think if if this film had been marketed the way uh, Zack Snyder wanted it to be, we wouldn't even have known. I mean, uh, there was the point where Henry Cavill was sharing stuff on social media and share, he shared the Black Superman logo. Uh, but I, I think they want they would have wanted to keep his involvement in the film as secret as they possibly could have done so because you can really tell actually that this film 
is more of a sequel to BVS than uh, Justice League was. Like I don't know if you remember the beginning of Justice League, but it started with that. It started literally with Superman. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're at the funeral. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like with the the really weird lip and all that stuff. And with then that has... stupid song, how do you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and it starts okay. with that, where, and then the, the guy, the hobo with the sign. <laughs> yeah, which everyone, when we watched that, when I first watched that movie, I was like, oh, this must be a Zack Snyder scene, because it really looks like a Snyder scene. I could, tell, I could tell it was. I could tell they was emulating. Uh, yeah. uh, and there's a lot of people emulate Zack Snyder style. Uh, oh, some yeah. some people do a great job, like... Uh, um. You ever, actually, Henry Cavill was in this movie. Um, Which Immortals. Film? You ever see Immortals? I've never seen Immortals. No, but I know. Oh, what you, I know. What you mean. It's that kind of. It's that kind of film. It's a bit it's like three hundred. It's um. It's yeah. almost like three hundred. Like yeah, it could almost pass for a three hundred sequel or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I remember after three hundred, there are lots of people doing similar things to Zack Snyder. I think it yeah. kind of like after Batman versus Superman, I think it kind of faded out. People kind of started doing other things, but I think it probably will come back now. It's after, gonna come back, man. Yeah, because that, that visual style, man, it's it's almost like a, a literally a moving painting. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all think, think we gonna ever get Arnold back in, uh, in a superhero film? Uh, has he ever been in? Oh, he's been in Batman. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He oh, wasn't. I forgot about you that. Lie. <laughs> he but wasn't that. That, that opening of, of Justice League with the homeless guy, and he's got a sign that says "I tried." A lot yes. of people think that that's Joss Whedon when he's speaking to the audience, saying he yeah. tried his best. But I think a, a lot of a lot of people at the time thought it was Zack Snyder saying I tried. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm Super a... Team Mega Force. Yeah, that's that's the uh... oh shit no. Uh uh. What happened? Wait, Did wait, I, freeze? I, think I froze. I froze. <laughs> you froze. Hey, dee -dee 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 -dee. it's the Fatal J Show. Da -da -dee -dee -dee. <laughs> oh dear, my it's it's my Mac. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Yeah, All right, man, you're not making people hopeful when it comes to Mac, because Macs are super expensive. <laughs> I know, they are. Trust you me. know what I'm going to do, though? I'm about to get me a gaming laptop, because this piece of crap right here, <laughs> it's not. It's only well. good for watching The Hub. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Uh, producer Jane, I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up. When <laughs> oh man, this this happened when we had Three Buck Theater on the show. He went all dirty, so uh, <laughs> it's happening again, man. Uh, but it's it's like yeah, what we were talking about, Zack Snyder Justice Super Team Mega Force. On Friday, March 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, as we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> That's me, by the way, doing that. Friday, Friday, Friday. Exactly. I'm doing a British version of that. <laughs> um, one thing we do on the show is we go over news uh, news articles, and I've, uh, I've been told that you quite like talking the news. Yeah? I like talking show. the news. I like talking scoops. Yes, so we've and got, I, and I will say, Geekacity has gotten the views for the Fatal J show. Indeed, <laughs> you, dude, you should you should cover some small screen scoops because we got so we got quite some uh, some cool ones as well. That I actually, got you, bro. I got yeah. you. Yeah, you I should definitely get you. 
because we actually I'm going I'm going to drop a scoop right now that's on the, on the site that went up on the site a couple of uh, hours. Wow. Oh, wow. It's that uh, Zack Snyder has been offered exclusivity deals with both Netflix and HBO Max. So this was this was actually told to us by two so sources, both one of them close to HBO, the other one close to Netflix. And they basically told me the same thing for each for for each streaming service that they both really want to keep on working with Zack, but they don't want him working anywhere else. So one of the sources that is close to HBO Max said, I'm hearing that HBO Max is desperately trying to get Snyder to sign an exclusivity deal with them. This would be the first uh, for the company, but they're also happy, uh, uh, sorry, but they're so happy with Justice League, the reaction in the movie itself, that they want him to do more and work solely for them, no one else. This is what my source told me. And then, uh, then the, the guy that's uh, that's close to Netflix then uh, also contacted me. So this has been a, in a, a long time in the process, and said that Netflix wants Snyder to make films just for them. They're trying to get him to sign a similar deal to the one Fincher signed. So David Fincher signed an exclusivity deal. Isn't with that Netflix. a beautiful thing now that he's yes. on top? Exactly, and it's because there's more. You muted. There's. Am I muted? Oh, oh never I'm mind. Muted. That was a clip. Yeah, that was a clip. That was a clip. Uh, uh, they said uh, this would mean that his next projects would only come out on Netflix but ne uh, and be Netflix exclusives. No words on whether he's accepted or, or declined. And apparently, th this is a very long, sorry, this is a very long quote. <laughs> I put basically the whole, the whole email in there. Uh, he said, I'm hearing that they're in love with Army of the Dead and they want a sequel. Uh, they are also really pleased with the prequel animated series he produced for them and they want to keep on working with him. It's a good relationship for both parties. But so basically the exclusive is that they've offered him both these deals. And funnily enough, um, I was talking to James about this earlier and he said that Zach had to leave one of his uh, interviews really quickly because apparently he was asked to go on, on a call. So um, I was like, oh, it could be with uh, either HBO Max or, or Netflix. That would have been that would have been fun. One, I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he's going to decline both. And because he'll want to work for as many people as he possibly can. Uh, what do you what do you make of that uh, of all that, Jay? What would you like to see him sign? Would do you think he'll sign an exclusivity deal? What do I, you make of this? I don't think so, uh, especially since Army of the Dead is uh, right around the corner. Now he might sign deals where he work with here and work here, but I don't hmm. think it'll be exclusive. Because um, just listen to pretty much all the Zack Snyder interviews, he definitely want to do a two and three, but yeah. I think he might want to be out after that just to finish that five-movie arc that he was planning on doing. But, you know, when it comes to directors, directors they're artists, man. Yeah. They want to do other things. They don't want to be stuck to one thing. Hmm. So I, I, I definitely want to see the Snyder version two and three. And then um, I want to see him do other stuff. Yeah. I think Reese agrees with you. Zach won't sign an exclusivity deal. It's basically the, the, what, what they're trying to do, uh, which is what I was told, is that they're, they're trying to just keep him uh, so it's really like at the moment, HBO Max is. I think they see the um, the they, they see the fact that they can make they can make they can get a lot of subscribers out of this. Yeah, and they want they want him to make a sequel. Whether or not it'll be a movie or a series, I don't know. But um, they want him to make a sequel, and they also want him his like uh, they're working on a Joker solo film uh, between like him he him and I saw uh, you and post Snyder. That. Yeah, he and Zack Snyder are working on a, on a story, and they really want that to go to HBO Max. 
So basically, and what, Jared Leto deserves that man. Yeah, he the does. way they did him mm. on Suicide Squad and and Edward, uh, I could be wrong, uh, but didn't they promise Jared Leto first that he was going to get a Joker solo movie before Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, so they actually they they put that into into production. Everything there was a a Joker solo movie and a Joker and Harley Quinn film they were going to do and then that they uh then suicide squad didn't it did well at the box office but it did terribly uh critically and especially uh the kind of critical opinion of Zack snyder's justice league uh sorry not Zack Snyder, of um jared leto's joker wasn't very good people didn't like it uh, but again lo loads and of stuff was left on the cutting room to floor. me the suicide squad is similar to bbs the theater version yeah yeah because you could tell it was so much more potential you could tell something was all by the story. Why was in the trailers they were promoting Joker so hard? And then we ended up with the witch lady. Yeah. One of the most uninteresting <laughs> villains known to man. Yeah, it was terrible. Like they really went back in time in that film as well with the with the uh, sky beam and the trash circle kind of that, that that's that film was so cut and like it was cut basically. I don't know if you know this story, but the film was actually cut by uh, a company that do trailers. So the company that made the trailer for the movie, wow. uh, the, the Warner Brothers saw how people reacted to the trailer because the and trailers are only two minutes long. Why would you? Yeah, exactly. Movie? The trailers are only two minutes long, and yeah. the, but the trailer did really well. So Warner Brothers were like, "Oh, this film that David Ayer's made is way too dark. People obviously like this more upbeat kind of uh, neon version of Suicide Squad." let's get this company to re-edit Suicide Squad. So that's why, like, Suicide Squad is, like, basically, at the beginning, it's, like, five, like, five different beginnings. Like, it, like when they're introducing all the characters, they but introduce But it was so all... weird how... Yeah. I, I don't know. It just looked like something that an uh, amateur would make. Yeah, it just... really... And, and it was. That's that's why. It's because they, they hired amateurs to re-edit it. So that the film is, te the film is terrible. Like, it starts out, hi. I'm yeah. Peter Jane, or hi, I'm Edward. You know, yeah. it's, come it's, on, man. It wasn't very good. Do you think we get the air cut on HBO Max? Uh, I think, it'll, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, th I think it, after this, uh, like HBO Max, they basically it's an easy win for them because the film's already cut. They don't need to re they don't need to 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 reshoot anything because David Ayer, his cut was done and ready to go. Yeah. But basically Warner Brothers just got some other company to re-edit it. And, and you're going to get you're going to get the same fan base to yeah. watch the air cut too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you had an exclusive on that, right, Edward? Yeah, I had an exclusive on that that then Ayer uh, Ayer tweeted about. <laughs> well, the yeah. it's standard procedure is the to shoot it down right away so it doesn't take the limelight off the other upcoming projects. But exactly, that's Once what it happened. settles that's down happened. for Zack Snyder's Justice League, then you know they're going to start <laughs> ramping up the air cut for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be officially announced until after the Suicide Squad releases. Uh, because, yeah, because the yeah. new one is coming soon, right? Yeah, in like two or three months actually. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm also hearing that after after everything that Warner Brothers did with HBO with putting everything out to HBO Max, Zach, um, not Zack Snyder. James Gunn doesn't want to work with him again. So it seems as though he'll wow. just go off and do his own thing. Yeah, because they butchered his movie, man. And, and, and Jared Leto was pissed off because he said they cut 70% of his, his scenes. Yeah, they did. That's, they a, did. that's a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
they <laughs> they cut they cut so much off uh, out of that film. It's unbelievable how much they yeah. cut, and it's uh, it's like what one of the it's it's one of those instances. It's a lot like uh, uh, Justice League. It's a lot like that. It's, it, it, just the fact they didn't get another. Um, they got David Ayer to re to to oversee the reshoots because he was basically told what to do, and uh, and he knows we all know that that film that came out isn't his film. It's not an Ayer film. You you watch it. It's not an Ayer film. Yeah. It's like it's un unlike anything else he's ever made, and uh, it's it's really sad. Well, <laughs> Jay, you had it pretty much bang on where they introduced the characters four times in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. they didn't know what else to do. I thought I was watching a freaking cartoon. <laughs> well, it, it's basically the the company. I can't remember the name of the company. I think they're based in London, actually, and they do really good trailers. But that's all they do. And yeah. then and it, and it and it's it shows when you're watching the film it shows it's like oh this is a trailer for this this character and this is a trailer for this character. But that's so, the problem with WB being so reactionary to yeah. the critics and to the feedback. Yeah, they, they don't stick to a particular vision or, you know, a roadmap. What 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 was her name? The witch in the in the movie. It was played by Cara Delevingne, but I can't remember go. the name. Was yeah. it Enchantress? Enchantress. Yeah, Enchantress. Yep. yeah that's uh, Dad Boy Steve asking for put some respect on which lady's name. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a dope comic book character, but yeah, she is. She would have been cool being a part of the team, not them fighting her at the end of the freaking movie. It, it, it should have been Joker. It should have been Joker, the villain of the film. There, yeah. There's a re there's a really good animated um, a Suicide Squad film called Is it uh, Assault on Arkham, uh, which is the the Suicide Assault Squad. on Arkham. Yeah, that that that's really good, and they should have made that. It's based, it's based off the Arkham games. Yeah, I watched it last night on um HBO Max. I did watch that actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. And I was, I was always I always thought I was like they should literally just make uh just just make that into a live action. Well, film. I know Marvel do. Yeah. Marvel, Marvel take from the DC animated movies. Yeah, I think they do as well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so wanna... DC need to start taking from their own movies. Yeah, you know. And Reese Reese knows the you name. Want to have the that movies. discussion, Fatal J? <laughs> uh -huh. Marvel oh, versus man. DC. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, the 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 tropes and the arcs of of the films and and the animated films, they all exist in the comic books prior, right? From like the yeah. 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and they always yeah. bounce ideas off back and forth. They were at cons together all the time, and and the big uh, the big reset the universe superhero arcs in the comic books every summer that that happens, and they emulated that in Avengers Endgame, and that's why I think. Uh, the Jack Justice League two and three storyboards that were leaked emulate or are similar to uh, Infinity War and Endgame because yeah. that's where you can go with those properties with those big ensemble uh, uh, characters and teams that you have right. It just makes yeah. a natural, it's just a natural evolution. So I don't think anyone was ripping off anyone else. Like uh, everyone says that Civil War wasn't going to be Civil War until they found out that Batman was going to fight Superman. Well, they were actually, like Marvel does, was planning three different movies to see who they can get in the contracts. They weren't going to do Civil War until they could get Iron Man on there, right? Mm. So, but yeah, and then Jay Oliva or whoever, um, yeah, did some uh, DC I love that guy. animated. He's a great guy. I love him. But some people. Oh, man. That Dark Knight Returns? Oh, man. That's oh, my so God. Good. I talked to that guy a little bit years Jeez. ago, and, and I interviewed a couple of the people working underneath him, and man, he's just. He's one of my heroes. So to, for him to go and do this uh, Trez anime um, Netflix, I'm definitely going to watch that. But anyways, yeah, that, that, looks really good. that department, the story 
board department has in Shazam versus Superman, the animated one. Yeah. Fight scenes where they lifted off of uh, real films. Right. I don't know if you've yeah. seen those clips. So, I mean, everyone borrows from everyone. But well, it's, it's the comic book genre as well. It's like, you know, yeah. they all borrow off one another. It's just a. It's yeah, a yeah, yeah. I do know. I know they do characters and, and stuff like that. They swap them. Because, I mean, we wouldn't have Deadpool if it weren't for Deathstroke. Uh, we yeah. wouldn't have yeah. Thanos if it wasn't for Darkseid. But, I mean, it just really blew my mind uh, the stuff that I seen where they stole, like, they actually stole a scene in uh, Public Enemies. With Batman and Superman, the DC movie, yeah, and incorporated and put it in um, in game. You guys <laughs> never seen that? I haven't. I haven't what seen you, that. What do you? What do you mean? Which scene are you talking about? Hold on, just y'all give me some time. I'll pull yeah. it up. And I'm telling you, it will blow your freaking mind away. I'll pull it up so you guys can see it. All right, All right. one second. Yeah. Then. Uh... Super Team Megaforce on Friday, March 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, as we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, Reese is right. It was undisputed. That was the, the fight scene that they lifted from. Um, but yeah, I gave up, it kind of happens all the I time. I watching on just uh, DC animated movies. I think it was after Justice League War. Or I haven't. I haven't watched that one. Yeah, there's a few. I just kind of lost I, when they went yeah. to the new animation style. Um, I really yeah. liked the overlays they did with the patterns and stuff uh, from uh, artistic way, but um, I don't know. Is it the stories kind of get sort of get stale for me? So there, there was the um, the oh here we go. <laughs> uh, share me when you're ready. Yeah, go <laughs> yeah, ahead. Yeah, we're ready. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see it. Oh man, it's the same. <laughs> Y'all see that pretty good here, pretty good. Yeah, 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 it's the same. Okay, let me uh, take it back. It's kind of buffering. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you need your PC game. <laughs> your gaming I, I, PC. <laughs> I know. I definitely need a gaming laptop, man. Okay, here you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's like the the sun and the the looking outside. It's just a. Oh man! Oh wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> Seriously? Okay, so yeah, it's, it's very similar. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh dear! All right, yeah, it's the same. You're right. <laughs> it's the same. It's it's shot for shot. And I, I mean, story I behind got... that. If you, well, I know we ain't got long on the stream, but if it's more out there I where they literally up, took sure. this stuff, like one division that just came out, yeah, the fight scenes between Vision and White Vision, yeah, the Man of Steel last battle. I saw that. I'm I talking about that. fight scene <laughs> by fight scene, literally. Even the, when he choked uh, Zod at yeah. the end of the movie, yeah, 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 yeah. Flash, uh, uh, Vision. Choked the other flash the same exact way. Yeah, yeah. I saw that clip. The thing is, do you think this is this is deliberate, or do you think this just kind of happens by osmosis, or someone sees something and forgets about it, and then they're like, "Oh, this would be cool." I don't know. I I I hope that it's not literally people going out going, "Let's watch the animated films and to see what we can steal." 
<laughs> well, even say? though even though I'm a I'm a big DC fan, I am a Marvel fan, but I'm more of a DC fan. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna say that they're just ripping out. Maybe it's an inspiration inspired because that happened in movies where people take yeah certain scenes. Yeah, I mean, look at so, Tarantino, but it just blew my mind that they took stuff from the freaking cartoons yeah. and put it yeah. in a billion dollar movie. It's like, really weird. You know? <laughs> shot yeah. So I don't know if it's like, I think it might be half and half deliberate and then the osmosis effect, right? Yeah. Could be. But then when they realize that, oh yeah, maybe they realized that they were ripping off that scene. They didn't know. And then they just decided to screw it and commit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? My uh, talk, talking, I suppose what I'll, I'll, I'll use this to bring in another scoop that we're talking about that uh, that's on small screen right now. And that's actually, it's actually been covered on Geek Osti, by the way, just recently, is oh. that talks between Emily Blunt uh, and Marvel for Fantastic Four, for their Fantastic Ooh, Four role. That's have, a heavy hitter right there. They've broken down. So she's not playing Sue Storm. Ah. In, in Four. If they had Emily Blunt for Sue Storm, it would be over. <laughs> the, she what is I, a spectacular A-list top tier actress. Yeah, one of the problems. Uh, so the, here's what the source told me. What I can confirm is that Emily Blunt has now ruled herself out of the running for Sue Storm in the FF in FF Fantastic Four. Uh, she was in talks with Marvel, but opted not to sign the deal with them because it would have been um, for multiple films. She didn't want to put her family through that. And then she said, then the the uh, sorry, the source said, uh, things with Krasinski aren't so clear. He has been in, um, in contact with Marvel for the role of Reed Richards. However, there still hasn't been any new developments yet. That's her um, husband, right? Yeah, that's her husband. Man, yeah, that would have been freaking perfect. Yeah. Yeah, Blunt turning down the, the role, the Sue Storm role, might be indicative of what could happen with Krasinski. The idea was to have both of them in the movie as Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. Heck so yeah. it, it sounds as though uh, one of the ideas that they're talking about now at Marvel is actually having um, lesser known actors and a more diverse cast. They should. Uh, yeah. I, I call it the George Lucas route. Yes. Take yes. a spectacular no name person and let them stay with Marvel for years and build them up. Cause if you really think about it, that's what they did in the beginning with Chris Evans. Chris Evans wasn't really that big like that. And yeah. Robert Downey Jr. He was in the slops and yeah. they brought him back up. Hey, do that. Yeah, so you don't it, have to. You know, this is the beautiful thing about writing a great story. Even back in the caveman days, that's what people get sucked into the yeah. CGI and all that stuff. That's the bonus. But yeah. if you got great story, great acting, the rest is is easy street. <laughs> so there's, there's, you, you're right. Like they should really just focus on getting the right person for the role. And what one of one of the reasons I think they actually were talking to them was because I think there was a lot of pressure. Uh, for Marvel to try and get them in the film. Uh, so <laughs> Charlie Hunnam from Mr. <laughs> Fantastic, Rob Lowe for Human Talk. Okay, it's it's like a it's it's uh, like a running gag that I do not think much of Charlie Hunnam. I like I, I like Rob Lowe. I don't I think, think much of uh, me. Uh, the, well, I don't, okay, what do you think? Why does his name keep on coming up for Green Arrow? 
Why is that every... coming up with Wolverine too for some odd reason? <sighs> He's a terrible actor. <laughs> <just> <laughs> I mean, because he wasn't that, I like Pacific Rim, but he didn't stand out acting-wise to me. He was bad in, in Pacific Rim. He was bad yeah. in that film. He's he's bad in every movie he's in, apart from The Gentleman and Sons of Anarchy, which was the series he was in. He's pretty good in that. But yeah. apart, from that, apart from that, I, I I think he's been bad in everything he's in. But yeah, but uh, as far as Emily Blunt's concerned, one of the reasons why Marvel was talking to John Krasinski and Emily Blunt was because of I think fan pressure and they were, they were they wanted to see whether they could get them into the film but then I think I also think John Watts had a lot to say about this uh that he really wanted to work with a younger cast uh John Watts is he's the director of the Spider-Man films and uh he likes working with young actors like Tom Holland for instance before he was Spider-Man he was kind of in a lot of he was in stuff but no one he wasn't a household name no one knew who Tom Holland really I'm gonna was I'm be honest with you my friend what <laughs> I don't give a damn about Tom Holland. Really? I, no, man. I just I, he just not Peter Parker to me. Oh, I like Tom. He's just a goofy guy. <laughs> now you might think I'm stupid for this. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> say Andrew Garfield, aren't you? you I know. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> oh I man, no, 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 <laughs> no, not Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Okay, the problem with Andrew Garfield is he he's a good Spider Man, but a terrible Peter Parker. See, I. Think the other way, he's a great Peter Parker. No, he's but not a great cool. Spider-Man. <laughs> he's too cool. He's too smooth. It's like Peter Parker's meant to be a dork. He's meant yeah. he, like literally the best Peter Parker is Tobey Maguire. It's told like, because he he, yeah. he played the dork role he, exactly. But to but, me, Tom Holland is even cool, too cool. But to be Peter okay, Parker. Okay, what I'll say is that you and he were buddies, weren't you? <laughs> Sorry, that's a clip that we like playing. Uh, but basically. The what I'd say is uh, Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker to begin with, but the minute if you, I mean, I don't know what your knowledge of Spider Man is, but if you watch, if you read the comics and watch the animated series, I'm a I'm a massive fan of the animated. Series. I love the animated fight series. I, I, love I was it so raised much. on that. So, me too. Me too. Yeah. I, I used to watch that all the time. And the X Men animated series too. Oh, I was so raised good. on and that. I, you and he were buddies, weren't you? <laughs> My producer getting mad, but basically. Um, if you watch those, uh, Peter Parker starts out as a bit of a geek, but he's more of a kind of just a science guy. And then he ends up becoming cooler as he becomes Spider-Man. So he ends up being pretty cool, but he, everything goes wrong for him constantly in that show. Everything. Uh, so I'd say that Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker for the beginning, but then when he became Spider-Man, he should have been a bit cooler. And then when he tried to be cool, he ended up in Spider-Man 3 being a complete idiot and, oh my God. and being an emo. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is so terrible, man. When he started doing the jazz stuff, it oh, was... Oh, that was terrible. I'm like, was man, so what is this? But then, if honestly, re-watch the, the amazing Spider-Man films. Uh, Andrew Garfield, his Peter Parker, his Spider-Man even, is a dick. He's just a dick. He messes he around. Yeah, he's horrible to people. He's well, like, I'm a, I, I will say this, honest on everything. Yeah, that first Spider-Man movie, Amazing Spider-Man. That's a boring film, <laughs> and the second one's not. It's terrible. The I, second one's bad. See, I'm against on. everybody on that. I love the, really? the second one, but the first oh, one, I give it to everybody. Yeah, that's the most boring Spider-Man movie <laughs> ever invented. It's basically a rom-com because it's like it's all about um, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. And it's like if they would have took that crap out in the second movie, oh man, yeah. it would have been way better. 
Yeah, I mean, people are agreeing with you now. Like people are saying, Tobey Maguire is Peter Parker, Spider Man to me. I mean, yeah, apparently, they, apparently he's coming back. Apparently, they're both coming back for this film. I I don't know if that's actually happening or not. I have to, I have been told it is, but who knows? I think Marvel though they need another epic IP, and it's just crazy that Emily Blunt. But I respect Emily Blunt for putting her family first. Yes, before putting that, so I, I definitely understand it hurts though because I want to see her play yeah. Sue Storm. But is she putting family first? I can't hate her for that. That's that's no. And and I think I th I really do. I think you're not going to see Krasinski in the MCU, which is no, sad. I don't think so either. Because like, they, it, I, I think they are uh, a pair. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's said on multiple occasions that he'd love. Can we just become best friends. Yep. <laughs> he he would love to play Reed Richards, but I really do think they're going to go for someone a bit younger, um, and meaning that they can have them for longer and kind of really make the characters their own over a longer period of time. Well, another uh, ten years. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you, yeah, if you think about it, like you'd probably get re like John Krasinski as Reed Richards for what five years max, really, and then he'll go off and do something else, or he'll probably yeah. age out of the role. Because he, uh, he he top tier, you know. Uh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't push that. I no, I think, I, I think you're, he ain't think, in like the, he ain't like in them Emily Blunt type movies. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's not yeah. as big a name as Emily Blunt, but he's yeah. kind of very big in Hollywood. Like yeah. he's, he's a director now as well. Like Quiet Place did really well, and it looks like a Quiet Place Two will do really well as well. So as it, like among Hollywood elites, he's now one of the big guns. And there were lots of there was lots of talk that he could direct the film, but they went to John Watts in the end. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see who they. I cast will say on. this though: um, if Marvel gets Fantastic Four right, hmm. that will boost. It. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the, an awesome team, man. That they they seem like they could never the get one. that right. Yes, it's the original Marvel team. It's the original Marvel family. Yeah, so they, they kind of have to get it right. And I think see, I like I like X Men and I like um Fantastic Four before I like Avengers. Yes, yes, me too. Yeah, me too. I'm a, I'm a massive uh, like X Men for me. Again, I'm the same as you. I love the animated series. Da -na 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 -na. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best. It's the best theme tune ever. Yeah. Uh, that boy Steve says, if Venom joins the MCU, how is the Spider-Man Venom dynamic going to work considering they wouldn't know each other? But That's Venom won't join the MCU though, really? Because they're he, still he, a Sony he, property. Yes, he won't. Yeah. But what might happen is you might see Tom Holland Spider-Man turn up in a Venom or Morbius film. And that's so, what needs to happen. I want now this is what I want. If we still keeping Tom Holland, I want him to be in a Venom Carnage movie. Oh man, that'd be so. Well, this is the next one. Is let there be carnage. Is uh, so it's going to be carnage in this in the Venom Two. Because you remember uh, on the, on the Venom Two trailers, we saw Spider Man in the background. Yeah. Did Actually, we? Did we? Not, was the that actual, not the actual background. That was, like, that, was, that, was that was Morbius. That was Morbius. Where you see the, uh, the, oh, the, yeah, the poster right. of. Uh, but they actually someone someone looked at that and was like, actually, it's the video game Spider Man. On the poster, that could uh, easily be that could easily be done in post. Like they could get it get it all done in post. But is it Sony trying to do like a a, a SCU a Spider yes. Spider Universe? They are. They're, they're desperately trying to get that off the ground. It's like that's massive for them. I if think a Spidey, right, I think a Spider a Spider Universe will rival the MCU. Yes, it would. Yeah. Spider Man has the most amazing villains, kind of like Batman does. Yeah, 
definitely. Spider-Man has the best Marvel villains. Yeah. So if you think about it, Spider-Man's got the Green Goblin, Doctor Octopus, the Hobgoblin, uh, Carnage, Venom. Yeah. He's got all the best ones. All and, the best. And even the low, the low tier was like Craven. Yeah, Craven you know? the Hunter. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they've got oh, he's got so many like got uh, the vulture. He got, they already the used the vulture. Though. Yeah, they've already used the. Oh, he's coming back, yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be cool. Um, okay. Okay, so the way it's going to happen between the MCU and the Sony movies is, um, it's they're going to work in conjunction with each other. Um, the Sony movies will be their own universe, but Tom Holland will cross over between two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. And uh, that's what the the last Spidey negotiations a couple weeks ago were taking place about. Yeah. Um, but it's going to have its own universe, but they will exist in the Marvel universe. You just won't see, um, you won't see Tom. You'll see Tom Holland MCU, but you won't see the characters from his universe yeah. in the MCU as much because Kevin Feige still wants to do um, like Blade and Midnight Suns and all that stuff, right? James, you're exactly right because it's a reason why. Uh, uh, Mary Jane looks like she does in the MCU because Sony is keeping the red hair Mary Jane. Yeah. Uh, it's a reason why we see the uh fat kid that's the best friend and not Harry. Yeah, Ned, because yeah. Sony is keeping that for them. It's a reason yeah. why Aunt May <clears throat> is not the old shriveler woman and <laughs> she looks beautiful because Sony is keeping that. Yeah. So James, you're right. Yeah, but I don't I know if they're gonna do their own Aunt May though. I mean, or I think it all depends it, what we see after Doctor Strange 2, yeah. the multiverse, and what that opens up. Because yeah. if they're doing uh, different Earths, then <clears> I can see, okay, Peter, I'll take you over to this Earth where no one knows your secret identity, and you're going to have to start over. But here's, you know, and maybe that's where you get a different ant. And, and that's, that's a cool idea. You don't know, right? So I mean, yeah. I'm wondering whether they might just go, uh, Sony might just end up going Miles Morales. And just have Miles Morales as their Spider-Man, and then Tom Holland stay in the MCU. What I'm well, gonna tell you, when a film like Enter the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse, yeah, yeah, we going to eventually see a Miles Morales yeah. live action soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's 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 in, in, inevitable, and also he was kind of ne- he wasn't really name dropped, but he was referenced kind of in Homecoming with uh, uh, um, what's it, Donald, um, Donald, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Donald yeah, Glover, yeah, yeah I was getting yeah. wrong. Uh, he, he's his uncle in that, so the, the yep. character he's playing, the Prowler, the, I'd the love Prowler, to see a live action Prowler, man, that would be fantastic. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yep. I mean, Donald Glover would be brilliant as well, that'd be so cool. But yeah, he's a great he's, actor. He's I can remember busy. when uh, uh, Donald Glover was way younger, they was talking about him Ma- being Miles Ma- Morales. Yes, yeah. they were, yeah, yeah. he, he was. He campaigned yeah. for it, and he was actually approached for it, but they ended up not doing it in the end. Which well, he's too old now to play Miles. Well, he's, too, he's perfect for Prowler. He's perfect yeah. for Prowler. So I think that would be perfect if they could get him on board for that. Uh, uh, a team that can let Reese's comments slide off their backs. What's Reese been saying? <laughs> so it's just, that's a special one for Reese in the, in the comments. But um, I think what, what 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 I'll do is I'll t- I'll end with the last bit of news for you, uh, and that's that uh, WandaVision showrunner reportedly hadn't heard of Mephisto until after they shot the series. Until <laughs> what do you make of that? <laughs> I didn't hear you because my cat is uh, messing with my Ethernet cord, and I'm about to get it. <laughs> what, what, what was the question again? So, well, <laughs> 
<laughs> One Division showrunner revealed uh, such as Jack, uh, Jack Schaefer. She revealed that she hadn't heard of Mephisto until they started doing press. Oh, for I heard about that. This is a perfect example of these freakers who not <laughs> passionate about the comic books. And they are the ones writing this bull crowd. You know what I mean? That's, I think it's that, bad. That's, that's, I think that's it's like, really uh, bad. That's like uh, 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 Kathleen Kennedy saying there's no source material for Star Wars. She ain't, she never heard of the Legend series. She never heard of all those classic books that came out in between the movies and after the movies. These okay. are the people that's writing this crap. <laughs> I got I got two points for you, Fatal J. One, Kazakhs, welcome. Cocaine. Kazakhs, you, my man. Two. I had this discussion on Twitter earlier about um, them not knowing who Mephisto is. Uh, you don't think that they don't have a huge writer's room and Kevin Feige is overseeing the, the storyline. If, the, if they get a good director that wants to play nice with Marvel, because we all know that Marvel like has tight reins on their franchises and, and where you can go with creative control. If they find an, a, a good, talented director like that that wants to be a showrunner, they don't really need to know who Mephisto is. They just, you know, it does help if they have the background, but with the executive producers, the producers and the writers all being um, connected to the source material, it's not that bad if the showrunner doesn't know who Mephisto is. Yeah. I, but I, but I, James, I this, is, this is how I always felt like uh, if I was Kevin Feige, I would at least get um, a, a group of hardcore comic book readers. Like the writer's room. And just throw them in there and just throw out some ideas. What what should we do? Now, you don't have to always go by their ideas, but mm. say, hey, did we do this right? Is this canon? That, Instead of picking yeah. somebody who doesn't understand the lore of the comic books, because when I was watching WandaVision, I honestly thought, because they, they kept hyping it up like, uh, we're going to get a big... Luke yeah, Skywalker yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, oh shoot, we fist to get uh uh what's Mephisto. the guy that play Mac? I Mephisto, or I thought we was gonna get Professor X, or I thought we was gonna get Magneto, the younger Magneto, uh Michael Fassbender. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be on that that caliber, and we got nothing. No, but I that's know. also partly our own fault for theorizing so much and hyping it up, right? <clears throat> well, to yeah. be honest, yeah, yeah, you say that, yeah, you say that, but they didn't need to talk the way they were talking about it. I know the whole Luke Skywalker thing, I will say that wasn't really Elizabeth Olsen's fault. That, that was, was the reporter. The reporter. Yeah. The oh, reporter, okay, gotcha, gotcha. The reporter went, oh, is there going to be a Luke Skywalker-esque moment? And this was before Evan Peters came into the show. Mm -hmm. And I bet you, I honestly, I bet you uh, Elizabeth Olsen didn't know what he was talking about as far as Luke Skywalker's concerned, because I honestly, I doubt she watches The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I think he, she thought, oh, there's a cameo coming up. You know, Evan Peters played Quicksilver in, in, in the Fox movie. So that's They dropped great. the ball on that, though, Edward. They did. They really did. But Mikey said that apparently there's more to that story. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. My, uh, yeah, because yeah. that could bring in the X-Men, the Fox X-Men. Yeah, I think I, I think I think uh, James has a, has a valid point. Like um, the showrunner doesn't necessarily need to be like a, a complete comic book uh, aficionado. What what there the idea like was to make a show that was really set around Wanda's emotional kind of um, torment. 
Uh, and that that's what that the, the idea was. Uh, that I know for a fact that Marvel brings in a heck of a lot of writers to make to write a bunch of specs mm -hmm. for them. And those people, a lot of them, are very, very enthusiastic about the comics. Why so do you I'm think we get so many scoops? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of them do come from comic book, from not comic book, from actually the actual writers themselves. And, and yeah. again, a lot of things are being talked about in the writers' room, and these people are very much invested in the comics. So I'm pretty sure in the writers' room they knew who Mephisto was, and they probably they probably were talking about it, and they probably were. About, again, Mephisto is difficult because there's a whole China problem uh, with Mephisto is that they they can't reference the devil, and Mephisto is the devil. But yeah. you can't get around that. He is the devil. Yeah, uh, so and anything that goes into the Chinese market, which uh, involves the devil, immediately they ban. Honestly, I'm so sick of I was so sick of hearing about Mephisto before even the series started because I'm not a big Mephisto kind of fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just a character that I know exists in the, in the Marvel comics. But let me give you and going back to creative uh, control, who loves the source material. Let me give you two examples. Yeah. Okay. So you have. Um, Zack Snyder's Watchmen, like we talked about, right? Or like yeah. you guys talked about. That was that was really good. You would stop that with the comments for a minute there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I'm yelling at you and I'm the clip guy, right? Wow. <laughs> okay, anyways. So you have Zack Snyder with Watchmen, great. And then you have Frank Miller with the Shadow. Yeah, that was terrible. And Very he loved terrible. the source Miller and uh, source material. And it's Frank yeah. Miller. And That's you can't true. say he can't direct because if you watch the behind the scenes of Sin City, he's there and he's directing the actors and the actresses. And James, I would say pound for pound, the best comic book movie is Sin City. And the reason why I say that, no other movie, comic book movie, literally took the lines. Yeah. The lines they said in the comic book and put what? it in the movie. Watchmen. Oh, got, Watchmen got three people. hours. We can stay and talk about Robert Rodriguez. I'm good for that. He loves I, Robert Rodriguez. I, 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 see, that's why me and James, because yeah, I love him too. I only have two favorites, and that's Zach and that's Robert Rodriguez. I lead a battle angel blew my mind. You know, I, did, still, I still haven't watched that yet because I'm trying to warm up to the art style. It's so, the art style that's making me. It's no, so I, good. It is very good. James, very I good. was like that, but when you watch it, you when that movie ends, you'll love it. I guarantee you. want you. more when that movie ends. You want to yeah. know more, yeah. Because I so, thought that, man, that looked kind of weird. I can't get into it. Just try it, man. After five minutes, it, it you become used to it. Like, yeah. what, I, really what I really want is a nice Robert Rodriguez live-action film back to basics. You know what I mean? And we kind of got that in that Mandalorian episode where Boba Fett came back. Yeah, yeah. You could you could see just his his directing chops were at the top of his game. It wasn't uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico kind of style. It yeah, back to Desperado, you know. Yeah. And, oh, that. Uh, well, that whole shot that, that, that he literally referenced his own shot in in uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. I can remember I was cool. a little boy and I watched Desperado, oh, and that that movie blew my mind because I'm like, how the freak? Who thinks of a good tar? <laughs> <laughs> yep. They shoot bazookas. Desperado <laughs> and El Mariachi uh, really inspired me to get into film. Same with Pulp Fiction, but more so and Reservoir Dogs, but more so Robert Rodriguez. And then yeah. I learned more from his book Rebel Without a Crew, his writings about making El Mariachi, than I did actually going to film school. Like I yeah. learned more in that book than I did from and that and talking to instructors and. 
We got, we got, we got to try and get him on the show. We got to try and get Robert Rodriguez. Man, if if y'all do, please uh, get me on because <laughs> when I'm watching El Ray, yeah, it's like he know what I like inside yeah. my head, <laughs> like the old kung fu karate films. Yeah, I watch those. I used to rent those mm-hmm. at the VHS Same. store. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite films of all time is from Dust Till Dawn, and it's oh. like. That, that, oh, yeah, film, yeah. that film blew my mind. I remember when I watched that being like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> when, when it's suddenly that movie is literally three movies in one, man. Yeah, it's, it's 20, 25th anniversary this year. Yeah. From Dustal Dawn. We're getting the okay. 4K release. James. We... Okay. Oh. All right. Edward, meet uh, Steve Kassan. That's Hello, uh, Steve. Retrograde production. Party up in here. <laughs> Mr. Edward, how are you, sir? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> and I'm doing good. And James, nice to meet you, James. How are you? Uh, ni- nice to see you. Do request. Steve, hold on. Uh, uh, the Fatal J Hotline. Uh... Fatal J Hotline. Fatal J Hotline. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. This is Fatal J Hotline. I would like uh, to know what you, what would you inquire about. Press one for scoops. Beep. <laughs> you have chosen scoops. Would you like to choose A. Grace Randolph. B. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. uh, how's it going man? <laughs> how are you doing how are you doing i'm doing good how are you guys uh hey hey, hey. today yeah, they just... released the movie right yeah. they released the film yeah they, they released you what i you see what i started here steve uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they released uh tom and jerry the zack snyder yeah, cut today so what did, did you think uh... of that movie <laughs> You know, Chloe Grace Moretz, wow, it just, just totally, <laughs> you feel such emotion from her character, gee. And Tom and Jerry. Oh, did you say Tom and Jerry? Yeah, Tom and Jerry. Save Martha! Why did you say that name? <laughs> the endless struggle, right? The endless yeah. struggle of Tom and Jerry. My God. Oh, man. What did you think of it? What did you make of the movie? Not Tom and Jerry, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> I, uh, it's incredible. One of the best comic book movies I've ever seen, especially. And that I, I say this and that, yeah, I know Zack has made movies about comic books, but to me, Watchmen, Man of Steel, and BBS, they don't feel like comic book movies. They feel like movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Superheroes. They feel like they have something of more substance to it here. Not saying that justice league doesn't, but the Snyder cut, it's an epic comic book movie. Mm, And I think it totally defines this genre. It trends, it gives a fresh uniqueness to it. And the funny thing is he shot this thing five years ago. I know it's it's crazy to think about it. It is crazy to think about the fact that they had this film all along and and Warner brothers just didn't want to release it. (laughs) I mean, it's, it totally changes a formula to what these movies are, right? Yeah, and it does. Let, let's let's be honest about like, yeah, you know, and what Feige does in MCU, like they have a formula that's set, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like a president of like, okay, you have chapter, uh, act one, act two, act three. Yeah. Okay, we understand all that. Here, it's that's, absolutely different. It's, I think what I was talking to James about it uh, mm-hmm. before, and James made a you made a really interesting point. You said this is like a comic book movie that's more cinematic than any other mm. comic book movie. It's more like because Zack Snyder he makes these comic book films and they're in the comic book movie genre, but I really do think it's a it's a movie that someone like Martin Scorsese could go into and <laughs> and at the end yes. come out and be like, eh, you know, I'd, I'd say that's a movie. Yeah, that's that's cinema. 
And then I I, I think movie that's made by an auteur director. Yeah, exactly. Visuals and is really at the top of his game for pacing and storytelling when he has no studio interference. Like, again, we were talking after you just saw it, Edward, um, on your way back from Edward rented out a small theater to see it. That's oh, how much you wanted to see it. I'm thinking about doing it in my small town, but it might. Cost it was when life. I say I rented it out. It, it, it's this, a very small cinema. Literally, you can get like five people into it, and, and and yeah, and it's it's closed at the moment. It's great. You can rent it out for parties and stuff. Not very expensive. It's oh, literally in awesome, someone's. Man. It's in someone's house. So <laughs> it, yeah, and and uh, they're they're very they're nice old people that that own it, and it's at their house. And I asked them, and they're like, yeah, yeah, come around because I wanted to see it on a big screen. So yeah, uh, it was it was much much better than uh, than seeing it on a computer screen. Nice, but imagine yeah. if there was no studio interference with BVS or Man of Steel, yeah. right? Yeah. Or imagine without no sort of interference with this movie, if you think about it, because this is Zach. The one thing that got to me was that there we go, Walter, <laughs> buddy. The one thing that got to me is that this is Zach playing ball, right? Yeah. This is Zach, like okay. You want me to make it lighter? You want me to do this? Okay, fine. And here is Zack Snyder making a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. If yeah. if you think about it in that respect, you know. I, I just want to. I'm not that big money. A uh, big money, Ed. No, uh, I don't. It literally cost me 15 euros. So don't. don't He's don't, all worried. It's, He's it's, all worried now. I only said that to show your dedication to to. Snyder and supporting him. That's all. I did. I didn't go. I'm going to rent out a massive multiplex just for me to watch. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like some people did. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's like there. There was some studio interference with this to, to the point where you know the studio gives him the money, so they're not. They're not going to be like, oh, um, you know, what are you doing? I think to begin with, I think Warner Brothers did give Zack Snyder a lot of leeway. Like if you watch Watchmen, uh, yeah. that film I think is very much Zack Snyder's movie, and I, I think there's very minimal studio interference there. I don't know. I don't really. I think what went wrong was the fact that Warner Brothers got scared when critics started saying we don't like these films that he's making. Like I think it was really BVS. Like Man of Steel got a bit of it, and it didn't do as well as they wanted it to do at the box office. And then Batman versus Superman comes out, which is literally Batman versus Superman, the biggest comic book movie you should ever see, which should really make about two billion at the box office. It should have, man. Yeah, and it it, it didn't because, um, yeah, I, for a various bunch of reasons. I mean, what what, you, what y'all think was the main reason though? Because I I thought it was going to hit a billion easy. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I think I, I think one of the, probably one of the main. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Well, I think honestly, one of the main reasons is is in a way Zack Snyder because it's a film that's really, as you were saying, it's a, it is an auteur's film, and I, and I do wonder whether the general public, the general public, are much more kind of open to like a Marvel, a big Marvel movie, a big Marvel blockbuster, which is more uh, audience friendly, and I don't think Batman vs Superman is. I think I don't do requests. That's true. Yeah. Hey, but people was trashing that movie like before it even. Yeah, it, yeah, they were, and I think part of that was also because of Man of Steel, because it was a more kind of a more depressing version of a comic book film, like especially Superman, which is seen as very hopeful. And if you watch all the Superman films before that, it was always kind of, you know, it was a very kind of hopeful, optimistic view. Which of the I world. never understood because people didn't, <laughs> people didn't even like people. Superman Returns. Yeah. Well, Superman Returns is another is another like a, another movie in itself. Like, 
what were the problems with that film? It was just well, there's boring. a lot of studio interference with uh, Superman Returns also. Yeah. 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 And I think I think the bottom line here is that actually if you late which is what I said in my review, uh, if you let filmmakers oh, you know, filmmakers do often know best. You know, if you let them make their movie, this is what's going to come out. Yet you'll probably get some crap that comes out from time to time like uh, you, like often happens. But honestly, like if you think of the worst superhero movies ever made, like they're often ruined by studio interference, like the like Fantastic Four, Josh Trank, which for me is like the worst superhero movie ever made. I think that's terrible. But that was actually not directed by Josh Trank. That was directed by the producer in the end. You so, lie! <laughs> I don't lie. That's true. The worst thing you can do is mess with a director's vision. Yeah. That's why the Snyder Cut is so big right now. Yeah. Because you mess with the vision, you know? And with, with Marvel, has there isn't. It's like Edward has a point. Like BBS, like even though I I love it, I love the theatrical version too. But the thing is that okay, you have Batman and Superman, two of the most iconic literary modern literary characters, right? Going into this movie, I didn't expect to see a full deconstruction of two of these characters, which also <laughs> has implications to our modern society. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But that being said, I am so grateful that we have it because what is art, right? What is for me, if nobody knows, I'm an actor here in Toronto. I've done so many stuff. And every time I go and talk to, say, my friends at one... What? What? <laughs> yeah, no, what? <laughs> but every time... <laughs> Sorry. Darth, Darth Jar Jar. I've just Darth been Lake. waiting to get Steve on here so I could bug him, man. He's, <laughs> he's, from, he's from my own uh, stomp, my old stomping ground, so it's, it's nice to see him. And I swear, I saw your background there, and like, yeah, that's such a Toronto apartment. I've probably been <laughs> in that similar apartment block. Love it. That, and I tell them, it's like, you're given a chance to make a film. You're given a chance to create art, right? At least just push it. Like, yeah. push what you can do. Otherwise, yeah. we're, we're wasting time here. What are we doing? We're just making product. We're making Batman and Ra and Ra. Well, that's what We're WB's been doing since 1980, mm -hmm. like since the 1980s. Warner Brothers. I mean, even, <clears throat> I shared a clip on uh, Super Team Mega Four Twitter uh, the other day, and it was Frank Zappa talking about Warner Brothers and how they're just putting out products with yeah. the musicians, and they're still doing it. What 40 years later? So. But that, that, that's that's an I think I think Steve, you're right. I think it the, the in a weird way, like these Snyder films, especially, probably make people think too much, and people don't want to think that much when they go and watch comic book movies. They want to, they just want to be entertained, and they, they don't want a, a movie in which it's basically saying their superheroes are gods, everyone's flawed, <laughs> right. humans humans are horrible, you know, the, it, it, the there's, gods there's, are flawed, like yeah, they don't the, know the, what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's really a lot of that that there is a lot of that with his films, but that's also one of the reasons why they're so watchable, and I think one of the reasons mm -hmm. why people go back and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch. I mean, Fatal J already told me he's watched uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League twice. You know, it's it's, just, it's four hours long, so that's eight hours of his life. Wow, just spent watching Justice League. So I think I think that talks for itself as well. How many people really rewatch Marvel movies? I don't. I don't think that many. I don't. I don't think that many. I think you'll watch it in the cinema and then that's it. <laughs> this, th this one. How many that, have sorry. seen just clips, right? How many have seen clips on yeah. YouTube? Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, Fatal Jay's got something to say. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm just. I'm listening to the good uh, words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know, this this is what happens when you have an insane producer on your show. I had uh, I had three but call it Sanchez or you'll get a knuckle supper. I had three book theater on the other day, and the first thing he said was, "God, you can tell you don't con- you have you do not have c- creative control of your own show." <laughs> no, I don't. You see, this is it. This is studio interference, man. There, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> that, I, just, what, I just have one quick question. I- <laughs> what up, Tivo? Hey, I want to ask you this question, though. Uh, everybody in the panel, this question. Yeah. What did y'all think about the epilogue? Ah, uh, I think it was better than the the endings of Lord of the Ring trilogy. And I, you know what, I really Ooh, wanted more crazy. after the epilogue. You I, mean it? Yeah, I mean that. I I was telling Edward this morning, I was saying that four hours was a good length, but if it went another hour or two, I would have been fine with it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I felt the oh, same I way. Got, I got you. I got you. I, I, I yeah. see what you mean. I see what you mean. With, when it comes to Lord of the Rings, because they well, kept stretching it. Yeah. When you thought it was, oh, I'm going to tell you who did that too. And they tanked that yeah. Transformer 2 movie. Mm. Just when I thought it was in, no longer. Just when I thought it was in, another hour. What's yeah. it? I said, man, get me out of there. <laughs> get out of this place. Oh man, I had, to, I had to review all those movies when I was uh, reviewing films for an outlet, and I. But oh, but this is what I meant though with the epilogue. Did it kind of throw you off when you was watching? It, it did go. It did no, kind I of. Mean- I, I said I, I was talking to James about this earlier, and I was like, I did feel like the movie ended like four times. Like, I was like, okay, here we go. It's ending now. And the whole time I was thinking, how's this nightmare sequence going to be involved in this film? Yeah. And then it ends up being, what, three-minute long scene. And it's, a well, spoilers, it's all a dream. It's like, I was a but, bit like, but this is the uh, thing, though. Don't get me wrong when I say this, y'all. The epilogue was very dope. Yes. But do you feel like it, it fit there? Well, what I think... Honestly, Do you think what... it, it fit there? Like, Do you think it, it stuck the landing? Is that what you're saying? Did it stick mm-hmm. the landing? Or mm-hmm. did it fit into the overall? Did piece? you feel like that was off? Like, I, of course, that was the reshoots that uh, yes, Zach yes, did. Yes, yeah. yes. But do you feel like that flowed right? Yes. You feel like it flowed? Okay. Just that was me, the only place to put it. Me right? personally, because it tied up all their stories. Uh, I understood in Lord of the Rings why they had so many endings. And yeah, it got a little bit monotonous. But I don't think... Zack Snyder's Justice League had that many endings, and I don't think it was monotonous. You know, um, you're making me hungry there, man. That's why I turned my camera off. <laughs> Thank you. My wife uh, bought me a uh, oh, nice. a snow cone. Thank you. <laughs> but but is it a snow cone if it's in a cup? <laughs> it's a snow cup. <laughs> it's a cup cone. James, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to fire you, apparently, according to that boy Steve, saying James oh. putting Zack Snyder's Justice League over Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Oh, that's coming from that boy, Steve. I love him, yeah. but I don't think it's uh You're fired. <laughs> but no, what, but what the I ending, will... Edward, sorry. The ending, I think it really fit. I, yeah. And it just, it was a nice uh, cool down from everything that happened. And, and with the pacing of the title cards and the chapters and epilogue, you're like, oh, wow. Okay, I just sat through that. And now what's going to happen? You know, yeah, but that, it, that chapter, I know it's so simple. But to me, that was freaking genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. It really was. All, it really all was. the people complaining, oh, I can't see through this movie. Well, you yeah. could treat this like a, a book and leave it there like a bookmark yes. and yeah. then go on with your day. To me, that was genius. 
I do wonder whether that's what HBO Max wanted to do originally was to release them. I think I think it was originally episodes. Yeah, yeah. The, the way looking at it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the, the timing and the pacing per episode wouldn't have done well. You know, yeah. I think people complained about WandaVision. They would have complained about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Possibly. It wasn't encaps- encapsulated or filmed as episodes. It was filmed as yeah. a full four-hour cut, right? What what I, what, what, yeah. move like, um, like what Tarantino does, right? Tarantino makes long-ass movies. Yep. But <laughs> he does break them up into chapters and segments to where it's like, okay, I can... I yeah. can go with this. I can flow and, with it. And the audience can refresh before yeah. each new chapter, right? Yeah. They're preparing yeah. for something different. Interestingly yeah. enough, his film, what was the film hit that re- released on Netflix of his that actually was released as a oh, series? Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah, it's better as a series than it is as a movie. Yeah, because uh, that movie I, was way too long. Uh, yeah, and I didn't like too it. Too much talking. Yeah, as a movie. You lie. <laughs> I know a movie is, is about talking, but it was too much talking. Yeah, in that it movie. Was a, it you lie. James obviously likes that film. <laughs> but like I, I will... age play Western murder mystery. Of yeah, yeah, it was. But, but we it's... find out the mystery like halfway when Channing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. But uh, as far as the as far as the nightmare sequence is concerned, I did get a bit of a feeling that it was just kind of. I think it was Zack Snyder making it because he was so desperate to get like um uh, batman and the joker together because he'd never got the opportunity to do that and he was obviously thinking i might never get another opportunity to direct a justice league film let me do this i will do this and we'll put it in the nightmare sequence and then put it in at the end of the film did it take um, you out to film when you saw ben affleck at the end of the movie uh well in his uh, nice little house or like or in the nightmare sequence no uh, uh, uh when you saw him Wake up and he was all slender instead of muscular. <laughs> yeah. Is it just me? Yes. Is Which, it just no. me that he wasn't no, 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 muscular? No, no, no. What's what's no? You're right. He's he's lean. But yeah. what's more, what's more off-putting is seeing him obviously wearing a muscle suit in Justice League in that awful scene where he's talking to Diana Prince in his in his plane. I think it was where he's drinking. And he's all red, oh, yeah, and you're yeah. like, and you're like, oh my, he looks bad. And I have to say, at the end of that film, I looked at Ben Affleck and thought, yeah, he could do Batman again. He could look like that and do Batman again. He doesn't have to be super buff. He can just look like that, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll be cool with that. Although I... when I when I say that took me out of the movie, I don't mean it was bad. I'm just no, saying it just, just took me you, out of the movie. You, like it made, you, it made you think, like, oh, he's not as buff as he was. Yeah, yeah, this like is. I was like, I was like, this is recent Ben Affleck. Yeah. This ain't yeah. uh, BVS Batman when he was doing the weights I, and they were I hanging from say, his leg. I have to say, the bit of that scene that kind of threw me off was that Martian Manhunter go. Some people call me Martian Manhunter, and then goes away, and I'm a bit like, oh, really? That, really? I gotta admit, no, this what threw me off too. We only got like two seconds of Martian Manhunter. I, I, okay, I, if you want to come on on tomorrow's show and talk about this in more depth, we've got the Super Team Megaforce, and we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about Justice League in, in a lot of depth. Then we can talk about it then. Because I did say Super Team Megaforce on Friday, March nineteenth, eight PM Eastern Time, six PM Pacific Time, as we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League. That that there you go. That's it. That's that's the promo. Uh, but we'll do we'll do it in more depth then because I did say at the beginning of the show that I'm going to keep spoilers to a minimum. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. This is but I don't I don't think that. See, we talked about the nightmare sequence, and I maybe that was already a happy released. byproduct, or maybe it was 
in his head that you know he wanted to get Joker and Batman together, but he showed snippets of the nightmare sequence in Batman v Superman. So he knows the audience is going to be waiting for that, yeah, or at least yeah. a little snippet. And in that nightmare sequence, sorry for spoilers here, but I kind of have to say it. Joker does say about alternate universes. He does. Right? And I don't think that was just a dream. I think that was Bat- uh, Bruce Wayne tapping into an because yeah. he he's he's got affected by the time stream when the Flash came in through Batman v Superman. So it's probably mm-hmm. an after effect somewhere. Yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. And this goes I don't with think storytelling. Steve... This goes with the storytelling of BVS. It's more, you could say, it's more Shakespearean in a way that you got Batman and you have one of these say Macbeth. He has like a like a premonition, like a prophecy. Right? Yeah. So yeah. all these nightmare sequences could be prophetic. Because yeah. to me, the right timeline that happens is that Superman does succumb to the anti-life. This is not mm-hmm. a spoiler or anything. And Flash coming back to change it, that course corrects uh, what is actually supposed to happen. Yes, it does. So yeah. to me, because it's the theory of time travel right now, what we saw on BBS, the theory is that if, I'm, if right now of all of us are here in this panel, then suddenly you say, Fatal J just suddenly appears where you are, Edward. And it was like, whoa, yeah. Fatal J, you're in two places at once. That's happening. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's happening right now in our current timeline, meaning yeah. I am seeing it. Yeah. Whereas if things go on, then say a couple of years from now, if Fatal J is like, yo, what I want to crash where Edward is, yeah. then he gets the way back machine and he comes back to this point. But that's an alternate timeline mm. because we haven't seen that. Yeah. So now taking that theory, Bruce, in his timeline, in the viewer's narrative, sees Barry Allen Flash come in, but that's in the present time. Mm. So that is going to happen. Yeah. Meaning that the right time line stream that they're in, Superman does, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and th- th- this, this is, yeah, this is why... Uh, general audiences don't watch or don't like no i get i I get it even i wasn't cutting you off that's the one clip i can play where you can still have audio underneath it yeah yeah. but edward i want to ask so you wanted this batman you want sexy batman back is that what you're saying yeah yeah i I want sexy batman back yeah yeah i think he'll be fun get him in a series i think i think that's what they should do get get him give him a series or another movie i i think people are ready for it so this is is the thing though fellas uh of course, I want a Batflix series because when I seen BBS, it just blew my mind. I didn't know yeah. Batman could be even more if epic than the Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah. But yeah. we forget next year. Our pants. Twi- Twilight. <laughs> oh. hey, and let me say his name right because film God will get me. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. 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 No, it is Patterson. It's pa- Patterson. Is it not? Yeah, Patterson. Robert Patterson. Wait, what? Oh, sorry, what's, Patterson. Film, what, what's Film Gov going on about? He's bloody Scottish, so he can't say it properly. <laughs> I catch I it, Film Gov mispronouncing words all the time, but I never get them. It's Patterson, right? It's that. It's like that. It's, it's Patterson, <laughs> though. Is it's it Patterson? Patterson. Robert Pattinson. 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 It's Patterson, yeah. not Patterson. Pattinson. Not Patterson. Yeah. I'm going to take that clip of everyone saying Pattinson, Pattinson for five minutes and just loop it over and over again. <laughs> and on that note, 
Uh, right. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to end the show there because I've got to go to bed. <laughs> it's quite late where I am. But thank you so much for all of you guys for coming on. Thank you to Fatal J. Thank you to Steve Kazan. And thank you to that James guy, of course, my Happy producer. Uh, let, let the guys, I, I'm pretty sure they all know where, you, where they can find you, but let them know where they can find you. Uh, Fatal, you go first. Fatal J. Uh, you can find me at wherever Pee Wee Herman is at. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, After the Snyder Cut is over. You for to see a turnover on Fatal J's channel. You for to see nothing but Pee Wee Hermit content. Period. <laughs> That's a scoop right there. There you go. <laughs> and Steve, uh, you can uh, find me on Vero at Steve Kassan, oh. and you can also find me in a book. Take a look. It's a reading rainbow. You're probably the only. The, you, 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 uh, is it you and Zach on Vera? Are you the only two. Well, yes, we're the only ones. You know. You and he were buddies, weren't you? What? Steve Ooh. sent me something on Vero. I still don't know how to work Vero. I'm <laughs> trying to click the post that he made. I to this day, right now, I still can't get to it. Uh Somebody make Vero I, easy for people. I, I don't understand Vero. I'm gonna be honest. I only go on Vero to see what Zack Snyder's saying. I see. <laughs> yeah, that's literally it. Uh, but yeah, you can find Small Screen at Small Screen Co. everywhere, and uh, you can find the website, which is at small-screen.co.uk. Always have lots of uh, cool stuff go up on there. So if you can check out the website, that'd be great. Uh, you can uh, also find us. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, EJ Lauder, if you if you so wish. And this will be released as a podcast. Uh, the podcast is Small Screen Stories. You can get there wherever ever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, five stars, please. Five stars, just five stars, not four, five. And guess what? I got a brain freeze. <laughs> From your snow cup. <laughs> yep. And thank you so much, guys. And you can also find uh, that James guy. Where can they find you, James? At 42cut.com on Twitter, on YouTube. And um, a lot of my work's on Geekosity. And yep. The- the man behind the man for Gigasi, like I'm the man behind the man for small screen. And yep. uh, that's why these two guys are here because they want nothing to do with me, but they just want attachments to small screen and Gigasity. And that's cool by me. <laughs> You're I'm, lying to me. Yeah. I'm, where is that then? You lie. There you go. So, uh, that's oh, man. It. oh, yeah. And Kazakh's only, only giving us 3.5 stars. Okay. Well, Kazakh, then I'll give you. I'll give you this. I'm not shooting on you. <laughs> All right. And then yes. uh, tomorrow at 5 p.m. PST and 8 p.m. Eastern, we have this. Super Team Megaforce on Friday, March 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, as we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League. I really went with that. <laughs> Yeah, you did it great, right off the script, brother. <laughs> yeah, the script that you sent me that did say 6 p.m., not uh, I know, right. I screwed up. Super bad. Team Mega 4! Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll Everyone see you make a time. funny face when there's a little in- intermission between the countdown and the ends, okay? In a world that is constantly consumed by war. Oh, that's the wrong one. Jeff. <laughs> Oh, nice. Nice book. (laughs) Oh, there we go. That's my face. End the show, James. End it now. Now. Do it now. Do it now. Kill me. I'm right here.